Hello, and welcome to the Empowerography Podcast. This is a platform created for women's voices to be heard and a place to share their stories, journeys, and successes with the world for the purpose of helping other women who might be on similar journeys. We are empowering women one episode at a time. I'm your host, Brad Walsh, so kick back, grab one of your favorite beverages, and enjoy the stories. The world needs to hear your message and your story, so don't deny the world of that gift within you that the universe has given you. Someone out there needs to hear your story because it will support them in feeling hope, inspired, and even transformed. Do you want to discover how I help get my clients out of their own way, show up, and confidently share their message? I would love to extend an invitation to you to join me in my free masterclass, Start Your Own Podcast from Idea to Implementation, on Wednesday, April 5th at 1 p.m. Eastern. You can find the registry link in the show notes. Hope to see you there. Hello, Brad Walsh here, your host of the Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest is Elvira Hopper. She is the founder of the Love Your Vibe Transformation Personal Development Solutions for Heart-Centered Humans, founder of the Miracle Magnet Movement, a Miracle Mindset Coach Healer, an inspirational speaker, artistic healer, a late-blooming jazz vocalist, proving it's never too late and you're never too old turned sacred sound healer. That is one hell of a resume, Elvira, and a hell of a lot of hats as well as responsibility. How the hell do you find the time for all this? And how important is prioritization and organization to you? And how do you stay on top of things? Oh my God. Well, Brad, thank you. And I listened to all that and I'm tired. (laughs) I'm really tired. (laughs) It's like, I do all that? But you know what, Brad? Honestly, I'm not kidding. I don't work a day in my life because everything that I do is in absolute alignment with who I am. And I used to live out of alignment and I did work and I was in a big pharma rep for, for, you know, 20 years before that I worked in a hospital for seven years. Both of those two careers, Brad, I felt so much like an imposter. I felt like I didn't belong there. I was just doing that because I had to make my parents happy. I had to look good to society, but I wasn't doing what made my heart and soul happy. So fun fact, my first jazz band's name is Heart and Soul. <laughs> but when I when I had my breakdown at the end of my corporate career, which was destined to happen because I'm just meant to show that it's never too late, even after, you know, two solid healthcare careers to come out to live your truth, to live your aligned, authentic, fully self-expressed best life. I truly don't work today because everything I do is in my JPG zone, Brad. Do you know what that stands for? No. JPG, I tell my clients and my team and my audiences this, JPG is your joy, passion, and genius zone. Love it. Right? Because if it ain't in your JPG zone, it ain't your job. So (laughs) I I invite everyone to think about their life and what is out of alignment. What can you hand off to someone else? What can you delegate? What can you outsource? I don't do anything in my business that I'm not good at, that I don't love. And so I have an incredible team that supports me because as an entrepreneur, you can't do it all by yourself. So I'm blessed to say that I was able to, just before COVID hit, I was able to retire my husband from his corporate job. So he's now my COO and he's my CFO, or as I like to call him, my COFO, my chief operating (laughs) and financial officer, because I don't really enjoy the finances. I need to know what's going on in my business. Absolutely. But I don't get into the nitty gritty. He used to run hotels for many years. He was a hotel genius 
MGM. So he's a kick-ass chief operating and financial officer. There you go. There yeah. There you go. That's, you know, it's so important because when we're growing up, we're taught, you know, if you're not good at something, you got to practice and learn it. Mm. No, why can't we just stick to what we are good at and delegate yes. the stuff that we're not good at? Why? And focus on what we're good at and continue to grow at that mm-hmm. instead of spreading ourselves so thin. We need to learn this. We need to learn this. We need to learn that and get good mm-hmm. at these things. No, focus on your area of genius and that's it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Societal conditioning, parental condition, all of these things. Yeah, absolutely. And it's ego. Like really what it comes down to is you feel like you need to do something, keep up with what's happening in your family. You need to be appreciated by your parents. You need to beat your brothers and sisters. So you do these things that aren't even you and you're living out of alignment. And then you wonder why shitty things happen. (laughs) Exactly. This is what I talk about. When you live in your JPG zone, Brad, you're a freaking miracle magnet. This is what I teach people. This is what I coach to. When we live up in the the seven to nine zone, like on a zero to 10, if we're living between a seven and a nine, I say, we can't live at a 10. A 10 is like euphoria. It's like an orgasm, right? You can't live at a 10. (laughs) But if you, if you can live between a seven and a nine, your life is amazing. And you're doing things that bring you joy and you're doing things you love. And you're with people that you respect and adore and they adore you and you're in community and you're doing what feels good. And that place is called in my work, your VAP which stands for your vibration of authentic power. That's living between a seven and a nine. And Brad, that's where you've been living lately. I just want to shout out to you. That's where you've been living lately because you did this incredible event with 30 wonderful women from around the world. I was blessed to be one of them. And you honestly raised the vibration of the planet by bringing this incredible event together with our beautiful Cecilia. And you truly, you know, you served at such a deep level and it brought you so much joy to elevate these women. And then after what's, what started happening, you started getting wins, like, you you know, (laughs) wins left, right and center. Right. So that was you being a miracle magnet, right? Do you see that connection, Brad? Yeah, absolutely. Living in bliss. It's incredible Mm -hmm. when you, and you know, when we don't believe in ourselves, that plays a huge part because that lowers your vibration. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just incredible. And of course, when you surround yourself with like-minded people and people who are also at that high vibration, living in that seven to nine mm-hmm. zone, it helps elevate you as well. So it's a win, win, win for everybody. Yes. And it's just an incredible feeling to find your purpose and your mission and to live in that seven to nine zone. Mm. It feels fucking incredible. There's no feeling <laughs> like it. It truly is. It's amazing. I love you, Brad. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for have having had you at the event as well. Oh. You helped raise the vibration. Everybody who came together that day oh, helped raise the vibration. Women. And it was so yeah. powerful and beautiful. Truly. Yeah. Oh my God. And you know what, Brad, from your event, I've connected to a couple of women that have become my soul sisters and we're going to be doing some work together. So this is, (laughs) this is what you do, right? Wow. (laughs) You know, see, that's exactly part of what I love. I love seeing others connect with each other Mm -hmm. and it just, it makes my soul sing. It truly does. It's so powerful and so beautiful. And that makes me very happy to hear that. I'm so happy for you and for the other women that you've connected with because everyone who is there that day. Everyone who's part of the Empowerography community is just a powerhouse and incredibly Mm. beautiful soul. 
Yeah, absolutely. This is what you attract because that's who you are, Brad. You are a heart-centered man and you are a safe place for women. I've I've been saying this for the past, I don't know how long now, Brad, since I've met you. <laughs> you are a safe place for women and we need more men like you on the planet, Brad. Honestly, this is a shout out to the world to say, guys, you know, talk to Brad, you know, figure out what he's doing, right? Because he's doing something right. Women feel safe in your presence, Brad. And that is so important. That is called a divine masculine. When you are able to honor the divine feminine and and she gets to be free to be herself in your container, right? Your masculine container is who you are, right? That's what a container is, basically. People feel safe in your presence. You have Thank a powerful you. presence. Yeah. I just want to honor you because honestly, I'm getting Thank chills you. saying that. We need more men like you, Brad, honestly. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Elvira. That fills my heart. My heart is overflowing with, with <laughs> gratitude and love. And it's funny, I was talking to a friend yesterday and we were talking about, you know, when you're doing something and someone asks you, well, how did you do that? And I think to some of the things that have happened and some of the things I've been doing, and I look at that and I'm like, I don't know. I just do it. I can't explain how I do. It's hard to explain how I do it. Like someone was one of my yeah. friends, good friends, was telling me that you hold an incredible space for mm. women. And yes. I said to her, I said, but I don't think of it as any big thing. It's just something I do. I don't think yeah. of it as a skill set. Or and she's like, Brad, that is a skill set that it, that comes far and few between with people. She yeah. said, you hold incredible space for you. And I'm like, I don't think of it as any big thing though. It's just something yeah. I do. I don't think of it as a a skill or you know. It's funny. Yeah. Well, you know what? Can, do you want to hear my take on it? Sure. It's not a skill. It's who you are, Brad. It's your beingness. It's your story, your why. You know, you've seen the women that you love in your life struggle. So you've yeah. learned to show up a certain way to support them. And it's become your beingness. This is what I believe. So when you serve from your beingness, because it's your essence, it's who you are, it's in your joy, passion, and genius zone, right? Would you agree with Seven that? Seven to nine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when, when you're in that zone, that's, that's where your miracle magnet. And when you're in that zone, Brad, here's what's really cool. When you're doing what's in your joy, passion, and genius, something you can do that other people can't, right? It's like, but this comes mm -hmm. so easy for me. Like, why is it a big deal? Well, it is a big deal because it's your gift. It's in your joy, passion, and genius zone. And one of my dear coaches and more than one coach says this, but they say, what comes easiest to you is the thing you need to charge the most for because it <laughs> is your gift, Right. Well, so I want you to honor your gift at the highest level you. and charge the most for it, Brad, because that is your gift and the world needs your gift. You see, thank if you, you. If, if you didn't charge much for it, then the world wouldn't value it. That's why right. we need to value ourselves at a high level so we can manifest the value that we're worth. And we need to honor our gifts. We can't just brush them away. Oh, no, everybody does that, right? Like if I yeah. was to say, yeah, everybody's a jazz singer. Everybody's an international speaker. Everybody can coach. No, not everybody can. <laughs> and right. I honor my gifts. I value them and I charge. I charge what I'm worth. And yeah. it's interesting. One of my first coaches, 
which is when I was a brand new coach, wet behind the ears, still in diapers. When I came out of corporate, <laughs> I remember going to her retreat, a shout out to Kendra Thornbury. She's amazing. She had this thing called the Wealthy Goddess Mastermind Retreat. And okay. I was called to go to this thing, right? I had to go to this, this event and I had to go because I had to learn about the more spiritual stuff because I came from corporate into this coaching world and I didn't know anything about the spiritual, the woo woo, right? And so yeah. I had to go to this event to learn that piece because yeah, I learned how to, you know, coach. I went to coach you, one of the best coaching schools on the planet. And I finished that program, but now it's like, okay, what do I charge? You know, how do I really do this? Right. There was a, a lot of scariness yeah. at the beginning there, but I also for had sure. faith. I knew I had to be there for a reason. So I remember going there and this woman, oh, she was just amazing. And I remember saying to her, you know, Kendra, like I'm brand new. I don't know what to charge. I don't have experiences. I haven't helped people yet. What do I charge? And here's what she said to me. This is so good. I'll never forget it. Tell this to all my <laughs> clients. You charge as much as you can say without choking. <laughs> <laughs> I because, love that. Right? Because that's the value that you value yourself at. And it's like, if you said, I charge 2000 yeah. you know, if you choked on that, then that's not your value. That's not how yeah. you value yourself. So anyways, this is the funniest thing. So I came back and I'm like, okay, I've had this retreat now. I've learned some of the woo-woo, the spiritual. I've had my coaching. Okay, let me hang up my shingle, right? So I remember going on Facebook and saying, hey, I'm a brand new coach. I just graduated from Coach You and blah, blah, blah. And one of the amazing women that's on my team right now, she's part of the Love Your Vibe Transformation, learning to facilitate this work in the world that came through me at rock bottom. And she was the first person that reached out. She said, Alvira, I want to coach with you. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. And she said, what do you charge? And here's what I said. What can you afford? <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know what to charge. I could not even say anything without choking. I literally asked her what she was willing to pay. Wow. How pathetic is that, right? But the irony is that now, you know, I charge. I charge what yeah. I'm worth and people get results. And I truly believe that I'm one of the best coaches on the planet. <laughs> Beautiful. I love that. That's and, good that you have I to believe own in it. yourself. Yeah, I there own it. Go. But but I, I own it from it. a place of humble service because right. it's not about me. It's about what my client gets out of this work together. But those are the humble be beginnings. So I had to share that story. <laughs> we all have those humble beginnings. It's, it's where we start. We have, we all start from the beginning. We all start somewhere and yeah. it's okay. You know? Yeah. Elvira, I would yeah. love to know with you being a serial entrepreneur, wearing so many hats, what does your morning routine look like? Mm, that's a great question. So my morning routine is I wake up and I go online and I have an incredible community of women that work out together and we're all mm -hmm. on Zoom together. And because I used to go to the gym, but then when COVID hit, you know, that, that all went to rat shit. And then getting back into the gym was really difficult. So I just put it out in the universe and I said, I need a new morning workout. So this woman came along and she posted pictures on her stories of her before and after shots. And I'm like, okay, I've put on a bit of weight. I need to get rid of this. How did Sarah do it? Right. So mm -hmm. shout out to Sarah Martel, my coach. And uh, anyway, so she brought me on to this community and it's run by Mandy Meisner. Shout out to her as well. And they run this incredible morning workout routine. So that's the first thing I do straight out of bed at 630. And well, I get out of bed at 630. We start at seven. Then after that, I go downstairs and I have my my beautiful glass. I'm actually still finishing the end of it. Beautiful glass of warm 
water with lemon okay. and my hubby mm-hmm. gets that ready for me. So I feel very, very, oh, nice. you know, my hubby is also another divine masculine who is a safe container. So he takes very good <laughs> care of me. So he makes Beautiful. my water. I have my water. Then we sit down and we do this breath work together. So I'm an accredited meditation teacher. I didn't mention mm-hmm. that by the way, in my title, <laughs> but I'm also an accredited. <laughs> There's many more things I do, Brad. I didn't want to overwhelm you, but I'm an accredited meditation teacher. And I learned from Kevin Ellerton, shout out to him. I love my mentors and coaches. And he taught me how to be a meditation teacher. So I do this breath work with my husband every morning. And it's very, very cool. It's the Wim Hof method. It's called Breath of Fire. And it's amazing, Brad. Oh my God. We feel so good after that. And it's literally like under 10 minutes. I don't know how long it is, but it's under 10 minutes. Then after that, I grab my muse, my my meditation headband, which is really cool. It's this thing that you wear and it actually measures your brain activity and gives you biofeedback. It's really, really cool because I truly believe in meditation every day. And so I do my meditation and then I go onto social media and check my messages and check my emails and my day just flows from there. So thank you for asking. I've never had to share that before. Yeah. Ah, There we go. Well, it's important. We all have different routines. So I love hearing about people's routines and how they start their day and what that looks like. So yeah. What drives, motivates and inspires you to keep going, pushing and excelling at all that you do, Elvira? Mm. Well, thank you, Brad. And I do like the idea of excelling because that's what I believe businesses are here to do. Otherwise, there's no business, right? Uh, We need to excel. However, for me, Brad, it's not about pushing. For me, it's not about hustling. It's about being in the flow, receiving showing up authentically, mm-hmm. you know, as I talk about being aligned, authentic, fully self-expressed, it's what saved my life at rock bottom. So now I live and breathe it. I'm just someone that shows up in my VAP between seven and a nine and miracles <laughs> find me every day, Brad. Like literally I get new clients. I get new people who want to join my team. I get these amazing opportunities to be on great podcasts like yours. <laughs> I get invited to be an international speaker with one of the oldest speakers bureaus on the planet. I get these miracles. You know, as a jazz singer, I got invited to speak by Stedman Graham, Oprah's man. If you Google his name and mine, you know, you see me singing to him. You know, I won best band in Mississauga last year. I I sang for the mayor of Mississauga's 60th birthday. Like Uh these are just some of the miracles that happen because I'm just doing what I was brought here to do. So it's not pushing. It's not effort. It's receiving, receiving the miracles and making that a business. I have seven streams of income and none of it is work. Yeah. I love it. How long have you been a miracle mindset coach healer and what exactly is a miracle (laughs) mindset coach healer? Yeah. So I've been doing this for about 12 years now, Brad. So my last two years of corporate were a total fucking shit show. I don't hide (laughs) that. (laughs) That's why I love you have potty mouth too, because that's how I describe mine. And you know what I've heard? You know what I've heard about potty mouth? That people trust people with potty mouth more than those that don't have potty mouth. Ah, So keep going, Brad. All right. Yes. Yes. People people that have potty mouth are not like, they're not filtering themselves, right? So they're more authentic. So people trust authentic people and people that don't have the need to please and be the way society wants them to be like, Oh, I can't say that. No, you can fucking say that if you want to say that. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So anyways, I've been doing it for 12 years. And um, so I, you know, last two years of corporate were total breakdown yet. 
I was meant to go through that because I was meant to leave that six-figure job that I look like a shiny rock star on the outside, Brad, but I was a fucking shit show on the inside because I lived out of alignment. I wasn't living what was in my heart and soul. Who was in my heart and soul? Well, it was an artist. It was a healer. It was a coach. And the last two years of corporate were solid depression, anxiety, panic attacks, bipolar, and suicidal ideation. So that's what basically had to happen for me to get out of a six-figure job. Because guess what, Brad? If that last two years didn't happen, guess where I'd be working right now? Right back in corporate where you were. Yeah. So I had to have- that wouldn't have left. Exactly. Yeah. So that was my impetus. That was my catalyst out of that life. And I was bullied corporately. I attracted another bully socially. That's what set off the depression, anxiety, and panic disorder. Cause I was a people pleaser back then. I needed you to love me because I did not love myself. I needed you to validate me because I did not validate myself. So when I was bullied for the last two years, Brad, those two bullies, I was bullied corporately and then I attracted another one socially because I was in a low vibration. I was in what I call crap magnet zone, right? I had a kick me sign on my back and people kicked me, but that's exactly what I needed to go through to show people that it's never too late to cross over, to live aligned, authentic, and fully self-expressed. And who was I my whole life that I hid? I was an artist. I was a healer. I was a coach. And this is what I wasn't allowed to be. I I got to do it in snippets throughout my, you know, 27 years of my two, you know, imposter careers. But it was always from a space of, of shame. And I shouldn't be doing this. And this is not what I should be doing. Because when I was 11 years old, I saw amazing women on stage singing and dancing. And I said to my dad, daddy, I want to be one of those women. And he said, you can't be one of those women because those women are sluts. Wow. So I wasn't allowed to be me, Brad. So little 11 year old Alvira asked herself, okay, daddy, I'm not allowed to be who I want to be. Who do you need me to be? So you will love me. Holy shit. Yeah. But you see my dad, he, he did what he was supposed to do. He just wanted to keep me safe and small. And he just wanted me to have, you know, I figured out pretty quick what he wanted me to be. Cause I said, okay, daddy, I'm not allowed to be who I want to be. Who do you need me to be? So you will love me. And who he needed me to be was a good little Italian Catholic girl, get a good job, get a good career, get a good husband, give them some grandchildren. And that was going to be the rest of my life, according to my dad. Well, the irony is he also lived out of alignment. He had trauma that he wasn't allowed to be himself. He could sing like Pavarotti, Brad, but he never did anything with his voice. So my father died with his real music still in him. He died with so sad. Right? He he showed me what not to be, Brad, but he gave me yeah. a gift because he showed me what not to be. He died with cancer. He died with mental health Jeez. issues. He died with a marriage in shambles. So Brad, this is my why at the deepest level is I want us all to live aligned, authentic, fully self-expressed lives, being who we truly are inside, letting go of the trauma of who we were told to be, to become who we really are. And my highest level coaching program is is actually really cool. I'd love to share it with you because I think you'll smile. It's called the Renaissance Human Unleashed. (laughs) Isn't that cool? The tagline is why be one thing when you can be all things. Love it. I get chills. And that's for high net worth individuals that want to lock arms with me and want to do that something more that's inside them. They're so busy looking shiny on the outside, making tons of money, looking famous or rich or powerful. But on the inside, there's a scared little boy or scared little girl 
that doesn't have the courage to go for that dream because they were shut down at a young age. And it's, I want to lock so arms with them. It's so terribly sad. It's so terribly yeah. sad because I think that who are we to deprive the world of our gifts? We're all sent here with gifts mm. to give and share with the world. Exactly. I don't think I don't think we have the right to deprive the world of those gifts. And it's sad exactly. that so many people go through life like your father that don't do the things they were meant to do and end up, like you yeah. said, dying with their music inside them. It's so. Yeah horribly sad. I, I've heard people say that the, <sighs> the cemetery is the richest place on earth because so much mm. wealth is there and so much knowledge is there in the cemetery yeah. that never gets spread to the world. It's it's, it's horribly sad. I, I really it is. truly wish that more people would find and step into their purpose and their mission. Think of how yes. incredible that would be, how incredible the world would be, the raising of the vibration of the world if more people did that. Yeah. It'd be so incredible. Oh my God, exactly. And that's what I live for. That's what the Miracle Magnet movement is all about. It's about people learning to live in their high vibration between a seven and a nine, connected to their purpose, connected to their why, connected to their mission, whatever you want to call it. And this is what they get to do in life. They get to make the world better with their gifts, with their essence, with their beingness. And you've connected to yours, Brad. I've connected to mine. And my mission is to help heart-centered humans, those of us that have been people pleasers, that we've given our power away. We've gone to dark places, depression, anxiety, panic, because we've lived out of alignment. I want them because that was me. I want yeah. them to live in their VAP so that they can create the life of their dreams so that the world gets what they got. Because I none of us that. was brought here by accident. We all have That's a deeper right. mission. And, and Oprah says it really good when she says, our purpose is to connect with our purpose and to humbly serve the world with it. Absolutely. That is yeah. brilliant. I love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. Elvira, what was the biggest or most valuable takeaway or lesson for you? through these, through your experiences, would you say? Mm. Well, you know, lessons happen in breakdowns for me, right? Like where, like where life is a total fucking shit show. And then yeah. it's like, okay, well, you know, I'm not meant to die from this. I'm meant to learn something and move on. So I'm actually, interestingly enough, I'm writing a book right now called From Crap Magnet to Miracle Magnet. <laughs> Three shit shows that I've starred in and the wisdom bombs gleaned for you, right? So <laughs> I want to share my shit shows with the world and let them know, you know, you don't have to go through this. Learn from my mistakes, learn from the wisdom that came through my darkest nights of the soul. So I have a few, Brad, you know, oh my gosh, which one do I talk about? I, I'm being called to talk about this one for some reason. Okay. So when I, 2018, I did my first international retreat. So at the top of my business plan is my husband and I, who did, you know, hospitality for many years. So he built and ran hotels. I was divinely gifted with a vision 10 years ago that he and I are to co-create a series of 11 global retreat centers to serve the top 1% of humanity, to help them to do their inner work of healing and growing so that by helping them to live aligned, authentic, fully self-expressed as their authentic self, not their ego self, which we're used to seeing them as, yeah. we, we get to serve the rest of the world. And I have an incredible team globally that's joined me that wants to serve the 1%. And we are co-creating these centers. They're owned by spiritual gazillionaires. And we're that close to getting our top investors. Very exciting. So international retreats are my jam. But I, this is what I want to do. And I, I want to gather the people that want to serve those people. So I did my own first international retreat. 
in 2018. It was called You Are Your Masterpiece or something like that. My partner and I took a bunch of women to Tuscany, Italy, and it was going to be the most incredible adventure. We were going to stay up in the mountains, but we were going to visit the city and look at all the art, right? So the connection between they're a masterpiece and we were going to look at masterpieces. Well, day two or day three of this retreat, it was nine days long, a woman with PTSD was triggered by me and it went south really, really fast. And I learned a bunch of things about leadership. I could not support this woman because I hadn't done my deeper work to be a facilitator at a world-class level. So I had to step back and two women on my retreat very divinely stepped forward to support her because they had mental health in their background. So she had PTSD. She was set off and she threatened to kill everybody at my retreat. Holy crow. Yeah. It was so fucking scary. I had my darkest nights of my soul at that event. And I remember just like one night, you know, my husband, he was working at a, at a hotel where he was drop shipped into this place and he was supposed to turn it around, but they never saw him as the leader at this hotel because the inmates were running the asylum, right? They never let my husband lead. And my husband had been incredible at so many different hotels, being an amazing leader. But this group was so tough that they never allowed him to lead for two years. Okay. So here I am at my first international retreat and I'm not seen as the leader because these other two women stepped forward to lead. Right. And I called my husband in tears and I said, babe, I can't do this. I want to run away. This is crazy. The other two women are leading. I don't need to be here. And he goes, you are not running away. And I said, Uh babe, how did you do it all those years when they never saw you as the leader? And here's the three words that saved my life in Tuscany and allowed me to keep going forward because I literally wanted to crawl under a rock and die. He said to me, Alvira, you lead anyway. (laughs) And that was it. I get chills every time I say it. Beautiful. You lead anyway. So I got through that event with my dignity and every woman got their intentions realized because they all came to Tuscany to achieve certain things. The two women that stepped forward to be leaders, guess what their intention was, Brad? They wanted to be better leaders. Well, guess what? They got to do it at my retreat. I had to learn- So you helped them. Yes. I stepped back and allowed them to lead inadvertently through my shit show. My ego got knocked out of me, man. That week, I I was lower than a snake's belly. I ate a lot of humble pie. But these people stepped forward to be leaders. That woman that had PTSD that tore a strip off me and didn't see me as the leader and didn't even want to look at me and she screamed at me like, oh, it was horrible. She needed to have a sense of sisterhood that supported her. And the women rallied around her at that event. When I was outcast as the leader, she had that sisterhood. All the other women that came, they had theirs achieved as well. And, and so that was it. So the the leader eats last. Okay. So it's, it's less about the leader. The captain goes down with the ship. That's what I learned about leadership that you need to step back sometimes and let other people lead. And then the, the other cool thing I learned is that the system that came through me that saved me at rock bottom when I left corporate and I wanted to die, I didn't make it up, Brad. It literally came through me and it's called the love your vibe miracle mindset. And now it's become a movement and people are, you know, facilitating this work all over the world. And what, what happened is, when I went down after I left that event with my dignity, because I led anyway, I went down to Naples where I was born. And so I got there and within, I'm going to say two hours of getting there, 
I got my mojo back. I realized that I was not that piece of crap that was being described up in Tuscany. I was here for more. And my father appeared in a rainbow over the Bay of Naples. And he let me know that everything was going to be okay. And that was it. I I left that that shit show. And now when I got back to Toronto, I had two amazing elite clients hire me right away. And Brad, I hadn't had an elite client in about a year. And as soon as I got back, I got two elite clients. Why do you think that, that I got those two clients, Brad? Because you're in your zone of genius. You were, you were living in that seven to nine. Yes. I got back into that zone in a fierce way. And these women that hired me, they needed that story because about a month into one of the women's coaching sessions, she was in a dark place, Brad. And I said to her, you know what? I feel the need to share this story with me that just happened about a month ago. And I need to let you know about it. And I told her the story, the shit show in Tuscany story that I just shared now. And do you know what she said? She First of all, she started crying and she goes, Alvira, she goes, you have no idea how much I needed to hear that. I was feeling like a total loser. And I thought, I don't even know why I'm investing in myself with this coaching, but I needed to hear your story of how you came back so quickly. I can do it too. And I'm like, that's it. It all needed to happen. It all unfolded the way it was meant to. So you could level up, which in turn helped these other women level up. Thank you. And that's it. I go through my life. My life is a lab. I literally go through experiments. Some work, some don't work. The ones that don't work, I get to share with my amazing clients. Those are lessons. Yes. Those are the lessons. They need to hear them that they're not alone. That, you know, I wanted to die at the end of that, you know, in the middle of that retreat. I wanted to die. Literally, I wanted to crawl under a rock and die, but I didn't. I wasn't meant to. And it showed me that the old me would have gone back if I hadn't had Love Your Vibe and I did that retreat. The old me would have gone back and gone to bed for days, weeks, months, maybe years because I did do that at one point. But the new me had Love Your Vibe and I was able to come back. Oh, and one of the women that stepped forward, she said, Alvira, you've never had group process, have you? I'm like, what the fuck is group process? (laughs) And she said, Alvira, you need to connect with this woman, Tammy Cunningham, when you get back. So shout out to Tammy Cunningham, because when I got back, I connected with her. She helped me to realize that the space that I held was not safe for that woman. She got triggered and she hijacked my event. And Tammy taught me and my team how to not let anyone hijack your event. Because basically- If people are triggered, they can hijack, but we can hold safe space, my team and I, so that people can process and that they can release their trauma and that they can up-level in their lives. And if I hadn't gone through that, we would have never found Tammy as a That's team. That's right. All of these things were were like the domino effect. Each yes. event led to, to, the, to the next thing. I love exactly. it. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. Alvira, being a miracle mindset coach healer, can you speak to how important a part mindset has played in helping you through your struggles and just how important mindset is to our daily routines and our successes? It's everything, Brad. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) you've heard me talk about all the dark places I've gone to and getting back into my zone and remembering who I truly am. Am I the people, am I the person that these people are describing, the people that bullied me, the people that were triggered by me and, you know, the dark places that I've gone to, you know, is that who I am or am I a divine being here to serve the world in a way that only I can? And I believe that each one of us are divine beings here to serve the world. 
in a way that only they can. And that is why the, the Hindu people and others do it as well, I think, bow to each other and say namaste. Do you know what namaste means, Brad? No. Namaste means, it can mean a few things. It can mean the light in me honors the light in you, or the God in me honors the God in you. So for me, the miracle mindset is about realizing that we are all God in a body. We honor each other. When we honor each other every day, there's no competition. There's, there's no, there's no dark things going on in, in my, on my team. There's only love and light and we honor each other and we elevate each other because we all know that we're divine beings here to serve in a way that only we can. So that is a miracle mindset that I live and breathe every day. And I have an amazing community around me that's growing right now that wants to live like that too. So that miracle mindset saved my life and it's my duty to share it with the world now. It is so powerful. And community is such an important piece of yes. not only entrepreneurship, but life. And we, I think we've lost that sense of community and we need to get back to it. I remember as a kid, community was everything. I mean, yes. my mom used to babysit multiple kids that lived in the building. And now you look around and people don't even know who the fuck their neighbors are. Like they don't even say hi to each other. I think it's yeah. horrible. And we need to get back to that because yeah. we're not meant to do anything alone in this life. Nothing, Amen. not entrepreneurship, not life. We are no. meant to do it in community together. Yes. We are here on this planet, in my belief, to support, lift, help, cheerlead yes. each other. That's what we're here for. Yes. That's the point of being here. Oh, I got chills when you said that, Brad. That is my truth as well, brother. And honestly, I believe that heaven on earth is actually here right now. And we just need to do our inner work and get our mindset right so that we can tap into that heaven on earth. I love that. Yeah. Love it. Elvira, what would you say is one of the most common issues around mindset that you come across in working with your clients? Well, the issue that is prevalent that most of my clients have is that they're living their life in a low vibration of fear and ego, and it's all about them. And, and they, they go into a dark place. A lot of them have experienced like, you know, depression, anxiety, panic attacks, just like me. This is why they, they relate to my story and they hire me. And I find that the people that hire me really want to become miracle magnets. And interestingly enough, a lot of older male musicians are hiring me lately. I don't know why, but they are people that know they're here for more and they're really talented musicians, but their mindset isn't right. And they're not getting the results that they want from their music, from you know getting better gigs. And this is why they seem to find me for some interesting reason. And so it's all about learning that you're not your ego but you are your higher self and your higher self. When you tap into living in that zone between a seven and a nine, and this becomes your new normal. And yeah. I say to people, if you're living 90% in your VAP, 10% in crap magnet zone, your life is still amazing because the majority yeah. of your life is spending your VAP. However, I'll be honest with you. I'm, you know, obviously chief miracle magnet. I'm the master of this system. I live yeah. in my VAP like 95 to 98% of the time because when I leave my VAP, because I'm human, I get triggered, right? So sometimes of my course. ego comes up and I go to that low vibration place. 
I feel so crappy that I get right back into it because I know how to do it. I've got the skill set to get back into it. So that's why I feel that, you know, the people that hire me, they learn to live in their VAP so that they can manifest miracles. And a, a lot of amazing you know, men musicians have hired me that are world-class. One of them wants to hire me right now. And he said, Alvira, I want to be the best saxophone player on the planet. And I I said, I can totally see you doing that. But here's the thing. You're in your own effing way right now. Fear and ego is what effing stands for in my books. And I have a little jingle. You know my jingle. Let me sing it later if you want me to. But it's, (laughs) it's really about getting out of your crap magnet zone, getting out of fear and ego and living in your VAP because that's when miracles find you every day. I literally attract miracles every day, Brad, because of where I choose choose to vibrate. It's a choice, right? Does that make sense? There you go. Yes, absolutely. Now, I want to continue on this same path about mindset. I mean, business and the struggles that they go along with all of that, right? As entrepreneurs, we're going to face struggles and mindset, like you just said, it's going to creep in every now and then. We're human beings and and Mm -hmm. these things happen. So, so often we see and hear from experts like yourself who have overcome adversity and transformed through the pain to discover their purpose, which is amazing and powerful. I would love to hear from you with all that you've gone through and come out the other side, what are some of the struggles and things that you face today or you personally face around mindset, imposter syndrome and things like that, just to name a few? I mean, I'm sure you would agree with me that just because we've been through the trenches and come out the other side successfully doesn't mean that we still don't have those struggles from time to time. So could you share a little bit about that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a great question, Brad. And I'll be honest with you. I did my imposterhood living in my big pharma days and working in a lab at Princess Margaret hospital doing cancer research. Those were my imposter herd days. And I had some a, a lot of dark times back then. So I got to be honest with you, Brad, once I had my breakdown and my breakthrough where I was divinely gifted the Love Your Vibe Miracle Mindset, my time out of my VAP, right? Which is the, the darker yeah. stuff. It's few and far between, Brad. Like I'm not lying. Right. Like I, I literally just... If, if it doesn't feel good, I will find a way of shifting my vibration so that I can feel good because I believe it's our duty to be cognizant of our vibration for the rest of our lives. We need to be conscious of where am I vibrating? If I'm feeling like shit right now and I'm going through dark times or whatever, what do I need to learn down here so I can get back into my zone? So that's what I do. Essentially, if you know things are thrown at me all the, all the time, I'm a CEO, you know, I'm managing a few teams, right? And some of the teams are, uh, well, let's just say that things aren't always running smoothly, right? right? But it's, it's truly how I choose to see myself in the process of that. It's like nobody ever loses on my team, okay? We either win or we learn. So that mindset around, you know, when things are tough, I spin it on its head and I say, okay, you know what? You didn't lose by doing that. You learned something. What did you learn? You know, and then they tell me what they learned. And so you've got to create a culture. The culture that's in the Love Your Vibe Transformation community is all about really just loving each other, loving our vibes and respecting each other because we do make mistakes, right? I make mistakes. My my team makes mistakes. What do we learn in the midst of these mistakes? And we can get right back into our zone once we know what the lesson is, right? So honestly, I don't spend a lot of time in the dark because I really choose to live in the light. I love that. What is one tip or takeaway that listeners can implement immediately to start reconditioning their mind for the success they want? Well, 
If you don't have a morning meditation practice, I invite you to start one. I am a meditation teacher, so I'm huge on meditation and meditation keeps you in your VAP, right? So you're in a higher vibration when you're meditating. And there's this saying that says, when you pray, it's you talking to the divine, whatever you believe that to be, source, spirit, God, universe. I don't, I don't want to tell you what to believe, but yeah. when you're praying, you're talking to the divine. Also, the divine is your higher self, by the way. But mm-hmm. when you're meditating, your higher self, the divine speaks to you. So you get insights, inspiration that allow you to move forward in aligned action when you're listening to your higher self, which comes through in meditation. When you quiet your mind, your heart and soul speak. So that that is what I believe we would all benefit from is a morning meditation practice. And you, Brad, are on Insight Timer. So I do recommend yes. if people are starting off to just grab the free app called Insight Timer and just start you know, having fun with it. Check it out. See what's available. Uh, there's a timer there, which is like, you no, know, you yep. can have music there or, or have it be blank, or you can follow a guided meditation, which I find is easier at the beginning for people if they're getting started. So I highly recommend you to tap into your heart and soul by having a morning meditation. Insight Timer is incredible. There is thousands upon thousands <laughs> of meditation. It's a great app. Yeah. And yes, you get the free version and you can start your meditations. Like you said, Elvira, the guided meditations start out there. It's it's truly mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah. Now, you're an artistic healer. Can you explain what an artistic healer is and a bit about your journey? Yes. So when I had my breakdown and my breakthrough, I realized that my voice is not just to be on stage singing because I wanted to be one of those cabaret singers when I was 11 years old. And I got to achieve my dream at 51, 40 years later, right? So I became a jazz singer and now I'm singing for celebrities with celebrities and I'm winning, you know, like I best band in Mississauga and all these crazy things. But I realized when I was at the Jazz Bistro, which is a world-class jazz venue where, where I recorded my first jazz album, when I was getting off the stages, people would be crying. And I'm like, what's going on? This didn't happen once or twice or three times. Like it happened, I'm going to say maybe, you know, a dozen times. And I remember saying to them, like, what's going on? And they're like, Alvira, I can't believe you did that song and the way you sang it. And it was my mother's favorite song. And I released what was inside me, or I forget how they described it, but clearly they were crying. They released something, right? Yeah. And now I feel so much inner peace. And I'm like cool. I had no clue that that's what I was doing. Right. So see, so this is what happens is I got out of my own effing way, fear and ego. I realized that being a singer was my gift. I had to take it to the highest level possible. It wasn't about me. And it was about me serving with my voice. When I got out of that fear of needing to be perfect on stage, because I studied for 10 years, my voice lessons. But finally, when I had my breakdown and my breakthrough, it's like, I don't need voice lessons anymore. I just need to get on stage and start performing because it's in me to do. And I wasn't going to die like my dad with my real music still in me. Yeah. So I did get on stage. I was not about being perfect, Brad. I was about being real. I believe that audiences prefer real to perfect. Absolutely. And so when I started 
performing from that space of service. It's not about me. I'm just a channel. Spirit uses me to share a song in my own unique way. And I get to be on these stages and I don't have to be perfect. In fact, if I sound like crap one night, guess what? I believe someone in the audience is meant to hear me sound like crap and go, oh, she only did this professionally at 51. She's not even that good. I'm going to go do my thing too. There you (laughs) go. And I really believe that that's what I'm there to do is inspire you to go do your thing even later in life. But the thing that I noticed again and again was that people were crying because they were processing in their emotions because they're listening to someone who's truly coming from heart and soul. She's not perfect. She's real. And they got to feel their emotions. And so I realized I'm an artistic healer. And I realized too, I'd been making jewelry for many years and people felt really, really good when they wore my designs. Well, I believe I help people heal when they wear my pieces. And now I put them in my sacred sound bowls because that's the other thing. I became a sacred sound healer when I realized over and over that I was helping people heal from the stage. Well, let me take it to the next level. So now I play these amazing sound bowls and all these different instruments and I sing and I play and, uh, and I get to help people heal with, with my voice and my jewelry gets put into my sound bowls and I bless it with sound and I bless it with Reiki and people say, Alvira, I I feel so good when I wear your designs. And I believe those designs are helping them to heal because they've got beautiful spiritual symbols in them. Like I wear these ohm earrings all day long. Ohm is the highest vibration in the universe. So I get to co-create with them and spirit what they want in their jewelry so that when they wear it, they get into their VAP and they get to heal. And so that's why I call myself an inspirational healer. Love it. It's that domino effect of living in your highest vibration. And again, going back to sharing our gifts, we Mm -hmm. it's our duty on this planet to share our gifts. Nobody should be denying the world of our gifts. It's it's our birthright. We have to do this. Exactly. I love it. Mm. What do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful? I believe that I help people see possibility and I help them to see that they are truly here for more and I help them to become miracle magnets. Now, speaking of success, how do you define that word? What does the word success mean to you? Success is doing what you love doing every single day as much as possible. Our days can't be perfect necessarily, but we can make the choice to live in our VAP. That is success zone for me is living in your VAP. Hey, that rhymes. So yeah, to me, that is success. And we can live in our VAP as often as possible. Yeah. What would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life? And what was your life like before you learned it? And what was your life like after you learned it? Well, I had a life that looked shiny on the outside, but it was a shit show on the inside for many years. I was making six figures as a big pharma rep and I knew that it was, well, I I didn't know what I didn't know back then. And my ego ran the show constantly. I, I was, you know, always putting out fires, always in a dark place and, you know, bipolar and struggling with that, struggling with a marriage that was really, you know, in a dark place because ego ran my show. I nearly killed my marriage three different times. Today, it's heaven on earth with my husband. It's year 34. But for many years, it was out of alignment. And so I realized that ego is not our amigo. Okay. And and we need to live separated (laughs) from our ego. And I was able to do that. And now I help others to do that. So does that answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I love that ego is not our amigo. That's awesome. Alvira, what does the word empowerment mean to you? 
Empowerment is living aligned, authentic, and fully self-expressed, being who you truly are, not allowing your old stories and your old, you know, I want to say old traumas, old stories, old conditioning rule you. It's about truly being who you are. Okay, we're going to jump into a little rapid fire section here. So the next grouping of questions just be two, three, four word answer type okay. thing. Okay. If you could teach the world one thing, what would it be? To be a miracle magnet. What never fails to make you laugh? You, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I did not expect that answer. <laughs> I'm, I'm I love red you. right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love you too. I'm, I'm like ear to ear smile. <laughs> Good. <laughs> How would you describe yourself in one word? Happy. The most joyful person I know. What is your favorite self-care practice? <sighs> Babying myself. Being in my jammies all day and just loving my vibe. Just doing the things that make me smile, that make me happy. If you came with a warning label, what would yours say? (laughs) Subject to bouts of enthusiasm. (laughs) (laughs) What is one of your favorite quotes? Oh my God, I have so many. Can I sing my favorite quote? Sure. (laughs) All right. A one, a two, a one, two, three. Get out of your own effing way. Your miracle life awaits. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Alvira, what is one of your favorite entrepreneurial books? Oh my gosh, so many. I think some of the very beginning ones I had, if anyone's at the beginning of their journey, I'm going to say Return to Love by Marianne okay. Williamson. The Four Agreements, and I think now they have one called The Five Agreements by yes, they do. Uh, yep. yeah, Don Miguel Ruiz. His, um, son, it's, his son did that one, I think. Yes, that's he? right. That's yeah. right. He yeah. added a fifth one. Yeah. Don't yes. believe everything you think. Yeah. It's, it's such yeah. a great rule. And probably The Alchemist by okay. Paul Colo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That concludes our rapid-fire section. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. (laughs) Elvira, in the last two years, what new belief, behavior, or habit has most improved your life? Mm, That's a great question. COVID has helped me to have a lot more compassion for everyone on the planet and to have a deep sense of resilience and love for the world. What challenge in your life would you say has shaped you the most? Probably living out of alignment for so many years and having to have a breakdown to show people that even after a breakthrough, you can live your best life. What is one lesson your career has taught you that you think everybody should learn at some point in their life? Sorry, what is one lesson your career has taught you that you think everybody should learn at some point in their life? Oh, wow. Well, really, it's the gift of authenticity is, you know, I sound like a broken record, but it's about doing your inner work so you can release any trauma because none of us gets out of childhood without trauma. Release yeah. any trauma so that we can release the drama in our lives and we can live aligned, authentic, and fully self-expressed in our purpose. What does the best version of you look like when you close your eyes and imagine mm-hmm. it? <laughs> oh, it's it's big. It's big. I am, my husband and I are co-creating a series of global retreat centers to serve the 1%. Mm-hmm. And it's, we're locking arms with spiritual gazillionaires and it's me with them. And they see me as their thought leader and their, their leader. 
What is your why? My why, which stands for in my world, the world helped or healed by you, right? Why? <laughs> world helped, that. healed by you. Yeah. <laughs> so mine is helping the world to love their vibe, to be miracle magnets, to live aligned, authentic, fully self-expressed so we can truly connect to the heaven on earth that's here. Powerful. If you had the opportunity to sit down and have a one-hour conversation with one woman, any woman in the world, who would it be and why? Oprah Winfrey, because she is the top investor with the retreat centers. If you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be? Don't be so hard on yourself. It turns out way better than you can ever expect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lastly, Elvira, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, your tribe, your people, your corner of the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? What words of wisdom would you impart? Mm, I'm going to sound like a broken record, Brad. No, I want you to love your vibe. I want you to be the miracle magnet that you were born to be so that the world gets what you got so that you don't die with your real music still in you beautifully said. Elvira, thank you so much. This was such an incredibly <laughs> beautiful, inspirational, and fun conversation. Just amazing. You keep shining your bright, beautiful light out into the world and doing the incredible work that you do. I am so honored to have you as a member of the Empowerography community and oh. to be able to call you a friend and to have you as part of my life. Thank you for all that you are and all that you do and for shining your bright, beautiful light out into the world. Thank you, Brad. This has been beautiful and humbling, and I just adore you, brother. Thank you so much. Once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of your Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest has been Elvira Hopper. She is the founder of the Love Your Vibe Transformation Personal Development Solutions for Heart-Centered Humans. She's the founder of the Miracle Magnet Movement, a Miracle Mindset Coach Healer, an inspirational speaker, artistic healer, and jazz vocalist. Thank you so much, Elvira. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. You too, Brad. Bye, everyone. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. You can find me at visuphoria.ca. Follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.